Pro sports players around the world rely on G-Tech Apparel's patented technology to keep their hands warm for hours during games. You can get the same hand warmers that players in the NFL, NBA, MLB, and PGA Tour trust. Head over to gtechapparel.com or gtechapparel.ca using the promo code on the screws, good for 20% off. gtechapparel.com or gtechapparel.ca using the promo code on the screws, good for 20% off. Defeat the cold. Three shots, four part, I just do two, one pup, pop four, birdie, woohoo, new driver, info, replace, M2, pop five, fairway, what you fin do? Think I'll try to get on into start right, good line, good view, Andrew, shoot him, make Gavin, two thumbs up. All right, we're at, uh, well, every Friday in a row, Mac, I know you t- you're one of the most consistent guys in golf, so uh, with social media, you're posting every single day, but uh, we're at a hundred and I think this is one twenty three, hundred and twenty three straight Fridays. Um, Unreal. yeah, which is pretty cool. We got a, a good little stretch going here. So you, you, I didn't look back at the episode number, but, uh, I think we were your first pod. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, it would have been my, yeah, it was my first pod. It's one sure. of my first two. So that's probably 120 something episodes ago, but, uh, yeah, here we are. Um, probably shit 115 months later, something like that. But, um, yeah. our things, man, we're, uh, can we start off? Whereabouts are you in the world right now? You're like, uh, where's Waldo kind of? Yeah, um, kind of down in Queenstown right now for a little bit of uh, R and R, I call it. Um, yeah. Kind of special place for me. I lived here for a few years before COVID, before I did the social media thing. So, got some good friends down here. I love golf, and just kind of come down here and chill out a bit before uh, things get real wild again. So, so traveling, you. I know I saw you post the other day. You're traveling for the next like three to four months now. Yeah, pretty much. Like I was supposed to be here in New Zealand for a month, just like literally a month of nothing. Um, just golf, hanging out, just kind of re- relaxing, honestly. Um, and I got a call a few days ago about the sponsor exemption into the New South Wales Open um, on the Australasian Tour. It's their second last event of the summer swing for them. It's getting down to it's pretty important, like stretch tournaments for that tour. Uh, they offer three sponsor or three cards in the DP world tour directly from that top three finishers. Plus, um, I think the top finisher gets, a, I think he gets two exemptions into majors. So it's, um, all the good players can be playing. Cause it's, uh, it's kind of getting down there nitty gritty. So just got that call. So it kind of cuts my little, uh, vacay short a little bit. Yeah. I have to go play in the tournament. That's going to be a little bit nerve wracking for me. That's not a tournament golfer anymore, but we're just going to go travel out. So, so last tournament, let me see if I've been following. Is it Elk Ridge, PJ Tour Canada? Uh, I've played in a couple of like smaller events since. Okay. I played in the ECPT event in Canada back in the summer. I played okay. I think I shot even second round and like a couple over first round. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I finished middle of the pack. Nothing crazy. Yeah, that was okay. Um, I played a Monday qualifier for the New Zealand Open last week here. I almost missed my tee time. Got a flat tire. My buddy lent me his car. Woke up, went loaded my clubs in the car in the morning, and my tire was dead flat. So made a couple emergency calls. My buddy Robbie was able to fire me out an hour to the tournament, made my tee time by three minutes, uh, no warm up, nothing shot 74. Not a bad day. So I like, it's fine. It's, it's one of those things. Tournament golf is not Instagram golf. Um, I'm the first to admit that. I think that's something that I like to preach is that I get abused a lot being like, Oh, you're shit at golf, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, yeah, like I know I'm shit at golf. If I was that good at golf, I'd be on tour. I wouldn't be making Instagram videos every day. I play because I love the game. Um, but with that being said, I'd love to get out and compete a little bit again. So I figured this would be a good opportunity to do so. So do you uh 
you changed like the the mindset going into a tournament at all? Play any different? Uh, no, I like I think that's key for this is like keeping the exact same mindset that I do now because I am playing pretty well when I'm just out with buddies. Um, I played like the club day at Queenstown Golf Club the other day with some pretty good players and I think I made seven birdies in an eagle or something at this club day. Like the game's there when I don't care. It's when I'm just going out there and having a laugh. That's when I play my best. So that's the goal with this tournament next week. It's my good friend that I'm actually living with here is flying over with me, Patty. We're both getting biked up. Him and I in a golf course is an absolute joke. Like there's just very little seriousness taken. Um, he's been on my Instagram a little bit. He's kind of like me. We just go out and have a laugh. We don't give a crap about anything other than just enjoying ourselves being out there. So, so you guys are just going to throw in a couple of pal mics, get out there and, uh, no, like there. So the tournament is bringing in thirty thousand dollars worth of film crew for two rounds to mic us up. It's going to be like full on TV production, um, and we're like, it, like I'm not even doing any of it. Like we're just going and playing, and it's, it's yeah, just completely mic'd up. So it's gonna be pretty wild. Do they have an idea like when they're going to release it? It's gonna be live streamed. Oh man, this is the best. This is yeah, this is awesome. So this when is- it, so the, so I don't know anything about like the metaverse and that stuff, but the yeah. NFT space, I don't know anything about it. I've stayed well out of it. I get messages about it all the time. Yeah. But play today, the sponsor of the new South Wales open this year is, um, it's, that's what they do. It's like, they're creating like this golf metaverse. Again, don't understand it. Don't get me to explain it, but essentially the, the plan with this is, um, you download the app, the play today app, uh, gets you in, you, you unlock my NFT they're making. And then, it's all free. Um, they're giving away the NFT and you essentially get live access to my tournament. So it'll be five hours of my tournament round live streamed. And then they're going to loop, loop it all day, Thursday until I tee off on Friday. So if you miss the live stream, you can catch all of my round, just live streaming or live looping in the app after that. And then when I tee off on Thursday or Friday, the, um, the new stream fires up. So. That's sweet, man. I, I'm going to try and grab the show notes and drop it in the show notes for you. Um, anybody yeah, wants to cool. check it out, I'll try and get a link in there. I'll find it and try and put it in the show notes here. We're going to have this out on, it's next week. Yeah. Next. Uh, I, I tee off next Thursday. Next Thursday. Okay. So we'll drop this one. But on that's Friday be fr- before. That'll be Friday. That'll be Friday for you guys. So I'm a day ahead. No, that'll be Wednesday for you guys. Yeah. So we're recording on uh well, international Women's day. Um, so it's March 8th. Um, so we'll drop this on March 10th. So you have a couple days to, uh, to save that link or whatever it is and go check it out. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. They're still, they're sending it to me still. So we'll see. All right. So I see, um, a tailor-made sweater on. So since you and I have talked, we, well, you were still like slinging around sunny Bray back in the day when, uh, when you and I were talking. So a lot of things have changed, uh, for Mac. So, um, tailor-made sweater. Can I, uh, I know everybody knows, you know, you're kind of, you're signed up with tailor-made you're, uh, a brand ambassador there. One of the things that um, I'm always curious is how does that uh, process start for you? Like how does uh, they contact you? So I, you know, you yeah. So I've using... had a relationship with TaylorMade forever. Um, when I was playing professionally, I used to use their, their woods. They've kind of always helped me out. Um, and then when I first started the social media, um, I kind of got hooked up with their marketing team and they kind of just like were really good about like doing a driver giveaway, sending me a driver if I wanted it, nothing official, just like very under the table, but like, um, very supportive of what I was doing. Um, 
so kind of just like was a relationship that built. I didn't expect anything from them to start. They helped me out when I could. Um, and then obviously when they started seeing a little bit of value that I could bring to like maybe that market, the conversation kind of switched. I got to give a big thanks to Andrew that was with TaylorMade Canada for a while. Now he got, he's working down at head office in California. Andrew has been kind of the leader of like pushing my name to the, the bigger names to try to really uh, to get me an actual sponsorship with them. So that was really cool. Um, obviously signing with them is like a pretty cool achievement for me, just knowing that I kind of created this on my own from the ground up and to see it kind of be able to sign with like a pretty big company like that is, uh, was pretty rewarding. So yeah, it's been a, a, re- a slow relationship. It's just kind of evolved over time. Quick break from the pod. Mac here from Manscaped, introducing the Beard Hedger from our friends over at Manscaped. With 20 different lengths, you can look good from the cart path to the clubhouse. Shop manscaped.com using the promo code OTSGOLF for 20% off plus free shipping. Shop any and all Manscaped products at manscaped.com using the promo code OTSGOLF for 20% off plus free shipping. We'll see you on the back nine. You're a pretty creative guy, obviously. Is there anything like, do you want to bring this into the golf space at all, whether that be with TaylorMade or is there anything that you want to do, like some type of collab? Do you have any ideas like you would want to, you know, bring like a clothing line, anything like that? I know you have the Lefty Golf Gang. Yeah, I think maybe eventually, but um, Brimo Golf Apparel Company, I've been with, again, they've been with me since I was just making these fun videos at 3,000 followers before it was really like a career um primo and i have some pretty cool plans to make some like my own line of clothes um yeah through primo i don't want to start my own brand i'm going to do some like merch with lefty gang as i get more time obviously right now it's tough traveling the world and doing that stuff to stay on top of that but um we have the samples with primo coming soon we've got some cool stuff um with that which i'm excited for um but yeah we'll see we'll see what kind of Right now, I'm just day-to-day, just going with the flow, see what happens. Um, I don't really have a ton of plan. Yeah, Primo's pretty good. I can't get my leg up high enough right now, but I think you can use Mac 15 or something like that. Uh, yeah, can, yeah, can, Mac 15. Plug a little. <laughs> but they yeah, got it's like... been really good. They got, I don't know, the maroon ones, they got like teal. They're, I don't know, they got so many good ones. They're really good colors. Yeah. It's kind of wearing like a Lululemon on the golf course, something like that. It's, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, no, I've loved it. So do you think if you were to, like, would you want to design like a piece? Like, would you want to have like your, your own like line, something like that? Like you have a pretty big following. I know you're saying you're over a quarter million. That sounds absurd. I'm sure to hear that, uh, to hear that number. Like, is there anything where, you know, you would love to be able to bring something to the golf space that you can see people wearing out on the course that, uh, has your kind of your stamp on it? Yeah, I think, I mean, I would say that's been, I would say when, talk about growing my account i think it's been the golf clothing the music um it's it's kind of created like it's more than just like me hitting golf shots and i think that's what's separated is like i wouldn't say i've ever been like a fashionista i just kind of wear whatever i want um but i would say the clothing side of it people seem to kind of latch on to a lot of stuff that i've been wearing and i think um with that i think it'd be cool to have my own like kind of line of stuff so that's what i've got with primo coming is some cool like um just different clothing and stuff. Uh, like yeah, I'm really, I'm really trying wear. to dig. I'm really trying to dig in to find out what some of these things are, but we'll, we'll get yeah, there. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's like we just got like. I mean, I'm a big hoodie guy, so we've got yeah. some cool hoodies and stuff coming that are like classy hoodies, not like well, sloth they've got like those sweet like mock necks too, like kind of like a 
It's like a polo. Yeah, it's like a like, crew neck. Yeah, yeah, it's like a polo without like I don't even know how to explain it, but the shirts are so nice. Like a no, I see, yeah, like, the blazer style. It's yeah. like a blazer neck. Um, yeah. so yeah, we we I think it's more like I mean everything that's out there in the fashion world's already out there. It can't be that groundbreaking. It's more just like bright colors and and that kind of thing that I know people would wear and design. So um, yeah, that's kind of I don't. It's still very early days of it. I think we have some sample hoodies coming soon. Then we're going to release my own. I mean, the jogger was, I was, I was pin cuffing my Lululemon ABC pants, like before I even had Primo was out and people were asking what kind of pants I was wearing. And I was like, they're literally just Lululemon pants, but pin cuffed bottom yeah. rolled up. Like it was like, I'm not saying I was the first guy doing it, but it was like first guy, maybe on social media with a following doing it. And then obviously now you look like a lot of people are doing it. Primo has like grown crazy. Like I remember the first giveaway I did with the Primo golf apparel, they, um, they had like maybe 2000 followers on Instagram and I did this giveaway and they gained like 9,000 followers from my giveaway. That's why. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's been cool because Primo and I have kind of grown together through all of it. They were tiny. I was tiny. And now they've grown to having five guys in the PGA tour wearing their pants. Um, and I think, I mean, they would, they would say that a large part of that is from me pumping out as many videos as I have and wearing their stuff. And, They've, they've kind of said that to me that I've almost helped them a ton. So it's been cool. I remember, uh, it was probably like what, 2019, 2020, something like that. Like somebody just shitting on you for wearing a pair of joggers one day. And like, oh, I, I mean, I still get it. Yeah, I, I just get like, it daily. It's, like it's, it's so old now. It's, uh, well, it was on tour like Sam Ryder a couple weeks ago, like wearing them. I don't know if, I don't know if he was wearing Primo. I think he was wearing Primo ones at the time. So, but, uh, same thing. It's like, man. Yeah. I mean, well, Grayson has a pair. So Grayson was like the original because um, Eric Van Ruin yeah. was wearing them on tour. But th theirs are like next level, huge cuff on the bottom and look like a jogger. Mine are like, to be yeah. honest, like I, when I pull them up a little bit, it looks pretty. Like when I wear them normal and they're down by my ankle bone, you really can't tell. They just look like a tapered pant. Like yeah. they're not. Well, it's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I get too. abused. Like, yeah, once you like swing through the, you know, a shot and stuff like that. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand the idea of it. I, I like to wear a hoodie. Yeah. Like, you know, of course, I play it, so I like to wear a hoodie. I like yeah. to kind of wear, you know, a pair of joggers when you get out there, and then in the summer it can be hot too. Like, you know, they're pretty, they're pretty great where I am. You can kind of wear whatever you want, just make sure it's a little bit clean. And I don't know, that's the idea of the game, right? And like, that's I think what we're all kind of, well, for the most part, what we're all striving to to get out of this. But um, have you been to the kingdom? I've been to Kingdom now three times. Yeah. Um, nice. become pretty good friends with Trotty over there, which has been really cool. Um, he was obviously someone that was like, uh, I, mean, I loved watching his stuff before and know he's a super knowledgeable guy coming from the tour department. And it's been cool kind of getting to know him and playing some golf with him and checking his brain. So, um, that's been a cool relationship that I've really, uh, appreciated since starting it all. Is your brain just like explode when you're talking to them about things? Like obviously you, you get on camera, you're having a chat with them and you know, you kind of go through the, the bag or the clubs and stuff like that. But when you're just out, like having a conversation with him, I can't imagine like how deep his knowledge is. Yeah. He's, I mean, we don't get too deep cause I think he, like I'm too dumb for deep conversations, but he, um, he's just a funny dude. Like we, we have a lot of laughs. He's, uh, he's become a pretty good friend, which is, uh, been cool to get to know him a little bit more in like non-golf world so any uh any point there or whether it be at the kingdom like I, i'm pretty sure i know where where we'd go with this question but anything that uh kind of just you step back and think like 
you never would have uh you never would have seen this had this experience like i'm obviously thinking of the tiger stall like he i'm sure he probably walked up there and kind of saw his bag and stuff anything that kind of catches your eye or you know stops you in your tracks and you think like it's still unbelievable for you yeah i mean it happens almost daily not just with taylor made stuff it's like um i think like the first like aha moment for me was that march 2022 when i was on that um i got invited to that nick faldo brand opening course in pakistan yeah um and was on a private jet with nick faldo Graham mcdowell rock cabrero Bayo, charlie hall flying from dubai to pakistan on this jet um and that's when i think it really like hit me that like i make useless daily spam on instagram and here i am on this jet with like some of the world's like big names in golf and like it's just it, that was pretty like full circle moment for me um but little things like that happen daily even the sponsor exemption next week like i'm a recreational golfer that makes instagram videos there's guys grinding their ass off every single day to try to get into these pro tournaments around the world mini tour golf is hard like australasian tour might not be big in north america but but this side of the world like you're a big name if you're playing on the australasian tour like cam smith was non Australian tour for quite some time um before he got over to pj tour so it's a it's a pretty big deal and i think that stuff happening is uh sometimes i definitely just have to like sit back and be like it's pretty incredible so i know we started off with the uh with the event so it's a new south wales i gotta run down here uh new south wales open australia australia australian tour australian australian tour um do you have any idea of how you want, uh, like, do you have any thoughts, like how you want to play? Like, do you want to just go out there, clear mind, just have a good time? Or are you going out there yeah. with a the goal? You want to try and go low? Uh, I think it would be, it would be a bit silly for me to go out there with a goal to go and compete. And I think that's what I need to tell people the most here is like, everyone's like, Oh, go win that thing. And I was like, I'm going to play against a bunch of people who play tournament golf for a living week in, week out around the world. And do this for a living. I don't play tournament golf. And I think that's like, it's important for me to show like the difference of level between those. When I was playing full time, playing tournaments all the time, yeah, like you're more comfortable on that first tee, you're more comfortable hitting that nine iron you know, on the second hole. Like it's, it becomes second nature the more you do something. But me coming out after like just literally playing golf for fun, um, it's a different world. So I mean, I just don't want to go embarrass myself. I think that's my big thing is like, I'm fully expecting to embarrass myself and I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. I don't think it can get much worse after the uh, good, good performance, but if I go out there and to be honest, I think more people probably watch the good, good performance and are going to watch this performance. So probably not going to be that much backlash from it, but I think I can go out and play well. I think I can go out and shoot a couple rounds around even. I mean, the last two tournaments I've played the last two years have been around even. I don't see why that, has to be any different having my good friend luke on the bag is going to be uh majorly calming for me um if he can remotely like the problem is with him i just can't take it seriously so yeah sorry jr jr hurley that was one of our questions need a looper for australia so sorry yeah it's yeah gone. it's gone yeah. man jr listens to the pod every week uh yeah, I love so it. wanted to make sure that uh so we got that one in so that was perfect but um yeah like obviously even par is good and every two to three weeks or so we try to have like a pga tour canada pga tour la pro on or something like that and it's a grind man like one of the things that we're hearing more and more is just you know when you're playing these monday cues or anything like that it's just uh like they're just trying to kind of leave it leave it all out there like that's a cliche or whatever it may be but you can't um 
you can't go out like you're not looking to shoot like even and stuff like that right so um knowing that those guys have that like ability and they're playing six days a week or something like that right and like that's their goal all these mini tours they're just like waking up going playing like you got to be kind of realistic with yourself like if you are kind of going playing with some of these guys who are top you know three four hundred players in the world like you're you're going to run into some of these guys who just like shoot a 60 or 61 and it's kind of like it's hard to like compete with that if you're not playing every single day right so we're not playing in that capacity every single day but yeah i mean i I don't it's it's not like i go out and practice putting on a putting green either it's not like i go and work on my short game and work my hang wedges wedges close to the green like i'm i'm working on swinging a nine iron 48 yards to a back right pin and like that's what i notice when i go do these um pro-ams and stuff on the um dp world tour like i play with some of the top players and guys who win on the dp world tour and like i can go out and compete for a few holes but then i'll just have like one hole where i implode because i try to hit a stupid hook to a back right pin and over sling it into into a hazard or something when i could have just hit it in the middle of the green so i mean i think the most important thing for me through this is just have some fun like, regardless who cares like I don't, i'm not playing to put food on the table like a lot of these guys I've come from that world. I played professionally for a few years, which again, not a ton of people know. I've, I've, I've been there, so I know the grind. Um, but I think I just need to enjoy the, the experience more than anything. Yeah. And I know you referenced a good good. So anybody who was watching it, watch the whole thing because you almost hold out on 17th or something like that. So yeah, I feel like I mean, well, scrambles don't show everything. Yeah. Watch, right? watch the end of it because like that was a. Uh, that was a pretty wild shot and it was uh, pretty close. And then I saw recently that you almost had a whole one on a par four, a uh, short par four. It yeah. looked like you were hitting that, you're you hitting that exotic still. Is it an exotics or? No, that, that was yeah. a mini driver. I was oh, was on it? that one. It was like 285 yards down the hill. Um, yeah, I think hit the, hit the stick pretty, pretty straight on. I didn't notice until after when I zoomed in on my camera, it's yeah. pretty far down the hill, but. Yeah, yeah was, you can uh, see it kind of like, one. it catches the left side and kind of hops over it. Right. But uh, yeah, it's, um, it's something I've talked about it way too many times, but I almost had one on a par four. So it's uh, like, you've still been hunting. Like I haven't seen you post one in the last little, like you haven't had no, one in the last, the last couple of years. The last one I had was at Muskoka Bay. Uh, I was playing with the head. Oh yeah, I remember that. Park. Yeah. And Bruce uh, Rogerson time. We went out, um, it was our first round of the year. We went out, of course, it just opened. We started in the back nine, the 11th hole at Muskoka Bay. It's a little par three in this Seven eighth greens over to the left, and then the um, 11th greens on the right. And those boys hadn't played with me before, so I set up dead left. Looked like I was aiming at the um, 17th hole, and Bruce is like, "Oh no, no! Like the, it's over on that side." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I know." And I just had a big hook nine iron and a one bounce and slam dunk. The worst part about it is I had my camera out, but I forgot to hit record. That sucks, man. I was gutted. Yeah. So it's, I've come close. So I came I, the other day. I hit it to like three inches on a par three. It like lifted out as well. At Queenstown Golf Club. It's kind of a hole that would have been cool to get it. So be it'll cool be uh, on video. Yeah, it, it'd be really cool to get one on video. I um I took a video. It was actually like my most most watched reel. So thank you to you, Matt, because you're like the one that uh, I don't know introduced like a lot of us into the idea of like filming golf holes and stuff like that. So I'm playing number. Four at Port Hope, so it's right after the first par five, and it like looks right out on the lake. Beautiful hole, and uh, and I had a like a par or something like that. So I I videoed it, posted it up. I almost hit a bird off the tee, which would have sucked. So I think that's why I got so many views, a couple hundred thousand or something. But um, 
Yeah. Then I'm walking back to number, so I, sorry, that was number five. I'm walking back to number six and you know, the T's are like all the way back there on that par three. And I was like, ah, shit. Like I like reached for my phone and then I was halfway there and I was like, it's probably 50 yard walk. So I just left it, walked back, grabbed my, uh, I think I was hitting a six iron. It was like a little downwind and, um, yeah. 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 Yeah, I went in, <laughs> but uh, I had yeah. the little guy in the bag, but like no video, right? So like having a video of that, it's a beautiful golf hole too. So it's tough, man. But um, I don't know, the hole in one, I feel like it's the same for you. It's like a chase, right? You're just chasing like that magical shot. Like, you know, yeah. I think we have some uh, some similarities on the course where we're trying to like, I have a little bit less ability out there, but we're trying to hit like just those memorable shots and kind of make it like yeah, a little bit, of, little bit of art, right? Almost. So um, for sure. I know that, uh, like that's kind of when we talked before, like that was a couple of years ago now, but you said like, you're a pretty artistic guy, you're pretty creative. And that's kind of what lent you to, you know, get into the game, start recording some of these things. Like, is that, is that still something that you're, you know, that you're still passionate about? Like, is it still something that you kind of want to be a part of your game? Like it's hard to kind of let go of that, uh, that creativity. No, I mean, I, I, before I even started recording videos in 2020, it was, um, this is always how I played. It's right. funny, like even being back in New Zealand here, I first time I've hung out with some of these guys since pre COVID before I had the Instagram. Um, and they're all just like the same. They're like, you literally were doing this before you had the camera recording. Like, you're, you're, you haven't changed. And I think that's a big thing I need to like emphasize to people is I don't just do it for Instagram. I'm doing it because that's how I play golf. It's how I get the most enjoyment out of golf. Um, and I enjoy putting the videos together in a creative way. And I think that's what's allowed me to have some success with it is because I think I have no attention to detail that a lot of guys are pumping out videos online now, like everyone and their mother is. Um, but I feel like I've done a good job of making it a little bit more standout-ish. And, um, and I think I enjoy making them. I think that's important. The minute I stop enjoying it, the minute I'm going to go and find something all better in the world. Well, I think that's how I can like kind of round up the thought when we go back to the uh, the event, the new sale, new uh new south wales that's not easy to say yeah. geez Austria, it is a ton. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. but um you know having a lot of those guys kind of see you as a sponsor's ex exempt uh player and kind of coming out having a good time you know still being able to play that way still you know fired around even par kind of might give those guys an idea of just you know trying to relax on the course a little bit too and like you know, enjoy it. Like you said, they're grinding. They're like, that's how they make the living. That's how they make a living, put food on the table for themselves. So it's also like a good opportunity for them to see that, uh, I don't know, maybe you can kind of like mix in a little bit here and there and get a bit creative and still enjoy the game and still be able to shoot pretty low, man. And still be able to have, you know, pretty nice scores. And it's not all about, uh, I don't know. It's hard, man. It's hard. Like I've, I've been lucky enough to carry the bag for a couple friends on PGA tour Canada and stuff. And those guys like just talking about the travel and like, obviously not, not what easy. You're doing, but man like three four of them getting in cars lucas the one year with rachel in the van like it's uh it's crazy man it's crazy stuff but yeah it's a grind um wanted to ask you kind of talking about the creativity so when you walk up to a golf hole when you walk up to a t-block um you know you kind of how do you approach it like are you looking at it different like do you ever have that conversation with others and like are you looking at kind of obstacles that might be on the hole where there might be some water, sand bunkers, anything like that? And, you know, you kind of create your shape based on what you see. Yeah. It's going to kind of, I like to shape things or shape it off things. Um, the more visible stuff I have, the better. So if I'm hitting like 
you know, I love shaping it off trees. I like shaping it off bunkers or, or whatever it is. So, um, but I think I like, well, I love like mountain golf and golf I have with the backdrop. There's just more things for me to look at and more things for me to feel like I can shape it off of. And then that's when like I can be super creative. Um, but yeah, I would say it's just kind of varies. So I would say it's like how I feel right when I walk up and I don't really have like a, a set in stone strategy. It's more just like when I get through a hole, it's whatever comes to me first. Now, like we had talked because uh, you were out at Bear Mountain just before when I was there earlier in the year or just after, I think just after you had gotten out there. Um, so a lot of your content has been filmed out there, which is uh, like one of the most beautiful courses that you can play in Canada. It's awesome. Um, do you have like a favorite course, Mac? They like, I, like I know where you are right now is a pretty special spot for you, but do you have any favorite courses? Maybe if you give us one Canadian one and then uh, one throughout the world. Yeah. I mean, Bear Mountain is my favorite and yeah, a hundred percent. It's like, my home um home there it's somewhere i can go out for hours and just like cruise around and enjoy my time i don't get stuck with it it's like a playground for me so bear mountain by a billion um again i'm not like much of like a golf snob where i'm gonna pick like the top private club with the national or something and just say that it's, it's what everyone else has ranked high like i'm going based on where i get the most enjoyment um it's definitely bear mountain in canada i don't get sick of it and then Honestly, where I am right now in this clubhouse, uh, Jack's Point is my probably my favorite course in the world. Yeah, I like I literally don't get sick of it here. I don't think pictures and videos do it justice for people. I think actually coming out here and seeing it for yourself, you'll notice just how like special it is. It looks like a pretty special spot, man. Do you have a favorite hole at Bear Mountain, whether it be the Valley or the Mountain course? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say um, the thirteen on Valley. Uh, the par four down the hill with the rock left of the green. Um, and then I'd say the short par three, 14 on the mountain course. Those are my two favorite. I don't think I played the, sorry, what hole was it on the mountain? The par three, the short one that yeah. overlooks all the city. Yeah. That, I mean, that's our signature hole out there. We, um, we've got some cool plans, Bear Mountain. We're doing like a, we're going to do like this big get together, like a, we're still working up. Uh, details of it but we're actually going to bring in some massive construction lights and light up courts and full um, at night and have a big barbecue and like post the thing contest on the 14th full under the lights with like nice. the, back, the city all lit up in the background honestly I think it could be like one of the coolest golf experiences there is like it's going to be extremely cool so that's been kind of like a, a brainchild of me I've been really really putting a lot of my effort into thinking some cool ideas to make that success uh we're gonna make it kind of to support i think first tee um but yeah that's gonna be i think in the fall we're gonna do that it's uh it's hard to beat that spot i think 14th on valley when i was out there they had a few of the holes closed i think i i smashed like a 40 foot birdie putt it just like crashed into the hole and that was like i got lucas and i were out there playing pj and uh Dino Siegel, Chris uh, Goldbranson. Um, I think he was out that way with us, and we played a little match. And then we got like we were in the middle of a hailstorm. It, it was so random. Yeah, it just, yeah. Like, popped I remember. Up I remember seeing the videos of it. Yeah, yeah, it was it was wild, man. But it was it was a really cool experience to kind of be out there and see it. Like I don't know, plus eight or nine degrees Celsius, and then uh, we're in a hailstorm a few minutes later. It was it was cool. Um, yeah. When you're when you're traveling, Mac, what are you doing for food? Um, it varies. I'm yeah. I've lost a lot of weight, actually. I saw a picture of me in LA last or two weeks ago or three weeks ago whenever I was there. Someone posted a picture of me and I was like, I look sick. Like, I, 
I was like 175 pounds and I like dropped to like under 160. Um, so I wouldn't say I'm staying on top of it. I probably should because I normally just eat whatever I can eat, grab quick. Um, I don't eat a ton of fast food. I don't go to like McDonald's or anything, but it's uh, it's hard to eat consistently and it's hard to eat proper because yeah. I am just like living out of a suitcase. Um, when I left Toronto to go to LA, it's been a month ago now. Like I'm, I was packing for four months away. So it's uh, it's tough to, you're in all these different countries, different food, different restaurants, different places. So it's just like, yeah, keeps you on your toes. There's no consistency to it to answer your question. Yeah, I guess like you wouldn't get bored of any food really because there's no consistency to it, but it'd be hard to manage it and kind of keep it up. And I always just thought- like, cause that's one of the things like, um, well, since you and I have been on, I'm probably like down 50 pounds too, but I was, I was floating a little, a little higher than 170, uh, that you were yeah. talking about. But, uh, you know, that's one of the things I've been working on, like trying to get fit and like work on, uh, you know, staying just like a little bit more hydrated on the course, things like that to give myself a little bit more energy. So that's kind of one of the things that I always wonder with you, you've got obviously some pretty long days out there and that'd be a grind, man. That'd be really, really difficult. It wouldn't be something that's easy to manage, yeah. but. Um, Man, it's my sl- the sleeping patterns suck as well. Like my body literally doesn't have a clue. I'm jumping yeah. around so much. Like I'm standing in New Zealand, and then I'm flying to Australia next week, back two hours, and then I fly back to Queenstown for a night, checking all my like repacking all my stuff, and I have to drive five hours to Christchurch, flying from Christchurch back to Sydney for a layover, Sydney to Mauritius, or sorry, Sydney to Dubai, Dubai to Mauritius. It's like forty hours of travel. I'm in yes. Mauritius for five days. Um, only five days for Mauritius, which is in the middle of nowhere. It's off the coast of Zimbabwe, for people who don't know. Um, Mauritius for like five days, and I fly to uh, Dubai for a couple of weeks. And I'm home, I think, end of uh, start of May there. And then I'm like, um, I'm going to Sweden and Japan. It's just like, it's all over the map. So. I need to, uh, need to find an editor and like, get a little emoji of your face or something, just drop it like all over little pins of the yeah, world. I, yeah. I did that with Rosie when Lucas was on in the past. I did that with Rosie with all the different events yeah, that he got through. Yeah. 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 He was telling me like 50, 60 K he had put on her in, in one year. It's, uh, and that's peanuts that's compared right. to what you're going through, man. That's uh, that's a lot of yeah. travel, but you know, we appreciate the content. We all do. Um, before we let you go, we got a couple here. A Trotsky lowest score on the course, lowest score that you've shot. Uh, is that the course record on official was in a pro-am but um i got 62 it wouldn't stick back in the day um uh, when i, I was playing you saying that. yeah yeah still i mean i've had a couple low rounds just like recreationally um i mean i shot i think i was 64 at queenstown golf club the other day here out of nowhere i had one of those days where i was making putts and i think i made seven birdies in an eagle or one bogey or something so if uh, if you could collab with any fashion brand out there, what would it be? Honestly, I'm I get approached by a lot of brands now, and I just stick with Primo. Like I, I feel like I'm with the perfect company that I appreciate and I like love what they do, and the clothing fits me, and I wouldn't change it. So I like it, Mac. Well, I appreciate you making some time for us. We only got a couple minutes here before we run out, but and I know you're you're going out to tee it up any minute, so it's uh, what almost one o'clock there, I guess, where you are, and um. 7 p.m. Yeah, here so yeah. it's uh 
it's kind of cool, man. I really appreciate making time. I know we've been, we've been chatting and it's, uh, it's not easy to get a hold of you. So I appreciate making a, a little bit of time just to, uh, kind of catch up. It's cool. I drive by Sunny Bray the other day and you popped into my mind. Cause it's, uh, I remember like when you first started up some of those, uh, some of those holes there. And I, I remember, uh, you guys were playing a cash game at this like high hope, high hope uh course high yeah, farms yeah. or something like that and i remember being out there and i had the, i had a day when i was there and uh i remember like that's kind of when you and i got talking it's cool to think back on some of those courses it's a lot of fun man and now you're in uh queenstown playing jack's point and yeah. slinging yeah, it no, all I over still the world appreciate the, i still appreciate the the muni courses i still i got a sunny break a couple times when i was home this past summer so it's still uh that ain't changing i'll still uh i appreciate any golf so yeah, it's a special spot there. And uh, if you want to find some slippery greens, check out that high hope. I think I got the 18 birdies app uh, course record there. Almost uh, almost dunked two of them. It was a pretty good day, pretty fun day. But that, that course will beat you up, though, if you're not hitting it well, man. That thing can, that little spot can beat you yeah. up, man. But, uh, Mac, hopefully we can do this when you hit 500K or something like that, man. It's, uh, you know, I'm sure it's uh, just around the corner for you. And um, anybody who wants to check out the tournament, the New South Wales open next week uh it'll be starting on thursday i'm gonna put a link in the show notes below obviously your instagram handle and stuff anybody's listening to the pod probably is uh you know probably is uh already following you but if you're not the instagram handle is just down below um go out check out some of the content and uh you know appreciate you mac kind of you know just having a good time out there it's fun for us uh all to watch i know there's some bad apples but uh there's always going to be a few, but, uh, we appreciate, yeah, exactly. you know, we appreciate you doing everything that you're doing for the game, traveling around, man, safe travels. I, uh, yeah, just look at, look out for a Tim Horton sponsor. That's uh that's one that you need yeah, now, my friend. A, that's the goal. That's when I'll retire when that happens. <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so okay. much. Enjoy Thank the round you. and, uh, good luck next week. Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. He's out in my ball and of course I tee up. Uh. I lose a ball and I re-up I miss a fairway, I probably end up in the ocean Or maybe the beach And I'm on a part five and I'm finna go reach it, reach it. Second was blind, I see it yeah. Feel like it might be an average I was working scenario